start. <laughs> Hi, my name is Aziza Red, and welcome back to CT Time. Okay, but before we get started into the actual intro, I just want to talk about the fact that we are going to be on TV. So this podcast is actually going to be one of the first that is actually being able to be viewed on Spotify. So hopefully that this is the first step before we're getting on actual television. So if you'd rather watch us than hear us, you can actually do both now. Just click on our Spotify link and search CT Time Concerning Topics. Okay, listen, so this talk has been going on for a while now in several podcasts and relationship broad groups, sometimes even local radio station and store conversations. As far as this goes, the subject has divided the sexes in so many ways just to determine how a couple should economically handle their relationship. Women are saying that the man is either broke or lazy, and men are saying that women are just self-entitled. But today, hopefully we can get down to the bottom of this phenomenon we are calling the 50-50 relationship. Right now we have with us Dominique. Um, you guys you guys may know. Um, these are both returning guests, actually. Um, Dominique and Chris K. Um, Dominique, you first. Can you just remind the people who you are? Yeah, I'm Dom Dostiello. <laughs> My full name is Dominique, but I go by Dom. And um, I am a YouTuber. I do make mythology Monday, and um, Monday's on YouTube. I'll have an episode on Wednesday, which I call Third Monday. So I'm excited about that. Awesome. I definitely have to tune in for Mythology Monday. It sounds super lit. Chris K, can you give us a short introduction? Absolutely. So, yeah, again, Chris K, uh, I am an entrepreneur and an aspiring serial entrepreneur. Um, I'm in marketing <laughs> for Double Up Media and then also the new brand Nerd Slur, which is just coming out. So, uh, Nerd yeah, Slur. Yeah, nerd a, slur. Like, we'll have to talk about that later. Uh, but okay. yeah, hoping I can bring some value to everybody with, uh, you know, this conversation. I actually am pretty interested in nerd slur. Um, I've heard about her mythology Monday, and I've checked out um, Dom's podcast a couple times. But am I saying it? Am I putting it together right in my head? Is that so? Is it like a nerd slur, like a hustler, or a nerd slur, like? No, so be like, be quick about it. Thank you for letting me plug myself. Um, I was sitting <laughs> and I was talking to someone um, about how growing up the word nerd used to be a slur and uh, how I was just like kind of blessed to be like a larger person. So I didn't get picked on for being a nerd um, of all kinds. And not a lot of people were able to um, to do that. They were picked on, traumatized, all kinds of things just for being themselves. And mm-hmm. Uh, some for some reason the word slur and nerd just kind of like worked for me. Mm-hmm. So then um, I, I took off and just wanted to kind of bring awareness to that and the fact that now nerd culture is like the very ground floor base for all pop culture. So you know just to pay homage to that and to grow the culture, um, you know, for nerds everywhere. So I just thought it was like a clever little. Play, and it would also be polarizing because some people would be like slur. Oh my God, no! And others would be like, yeah. So that's where I'm at with that. <laughs> hey, but watch out how you throw away, throw around that word cereal. Okay. Yeah, I was like, hey, you, <laughs> you had me nervous. I'm like, yeah, is he gonna, he's say? gonna admit to something? What? He's a no. cereal. What? Like, continuous or like, uh, <laughs> but. 
was like, definitely had me on the edge of my seat with like, that wait word. A minute. <laughs> but hey, um, as a nerd that's grown up, are you married, single, in a relationship? Uh, I am none of the above. <laughs> um, none of them. So well, you're not married, single, or no, in a I relationship. That's everything. I was married for seven years. Um, that I mean. I learned it was a learning lesson and there was a lot of love there, but you know, it didn't work out. So uh, here I am now, right now I'm, I'm just uh, doing the work, you know, that's, that's my thing. And hopefully, you know, something shakes from that, but I'm not really looking for it. If it happens, it does. This man said neither. It's sounding really tender right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I get in my feelings. None of the three, house. huh? <laughs> able to keep myself warm, you know what I'm saying? But it's cool. Okay. Red flags. Dominique. <laughs> uh, I'm Are you single. um super single? Yeah. Okay, okay. And I'm as like, you guys know, we are talking about the 50-50 relationship in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Any predated views on that so far? I can yeah. be very concise about it. Um for me, I feel like uh, whatever, there's like some EQ that has to be involved in there and whatever works for you and your partner is just that. Um, and it's nobody else's business. If my partner is okay with 50-50 and that's what we're doing, then that's what we're doing. If you are a man who wants 50-50, find you a woman that's willing to do 50-50. If you're a woman who wants a man that's you know just the ultimate provider, find you a man that fits that narrative. And you know, let's stay away from. Can we start from the base though? The counter. Chris, do you feel like women these days really appreciate their man? Again, that it's 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 perspective. Um, yeah. I mean, you've been in and out. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Me, twenty-nine. Oh, I'm thirty-six. Mm-hmm. Both of you guys. So, and when when you guys date, do you usually date the same age range as yourself, or just the same age range? Period. You know, I've dated mm-hmm. the same. I've dated older. I've dated younger. I've yeah, dated done younger. so you're able to actually compare the the generations, really, because you're a man that was able to date older and younger to see exactly where their heads are at. Yes. Can you compare the younger generation to? Um, yours or a generation older oh, than yeah. yours as far as how women treat their men? Let me say That's this. That's what I'm asking. The younger generation is much more forgiving, and it's obvious because they're younger. Um, and the younger generation is also much more 50-50. A lot of the younger women are, in, in my case anyway, I can't speak for everyone, but have been like, I'd love to pay for dinner. Like, why are you pulling out your... like? Let me pay a let me pay a bill. Like, what are you like? I I don't want you to do everything. They have that that thing where they they just want to do it all, and it's like a role reversal almost. Um, it's really interesting. Whereas the older women, uh, you know, we come from that time where being a man and being the provider of all was like a thing. And I think where we get lost in that nowadays is that the economics behind it is so different. So it's not even so much as an appreciation thing. It's a bit an awareness thing right now that it's not necessarily the same as it was, you know, even 10 years ago when it comes to taking care of a household together. 
you can even kind of see it in the music now um, versus when women wanted to cater to their man and do everything for them and look up to them and think of them as that Hercules that was providing them everything and that person, they just couldn't wait to get home so they can eat. <laughs> you feel me? Waiting all day so they can eat a meal in front of you versus the women these days. That's <laughs> They're going to eat without you. You know, yeah. they're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to pay that bill if you're not going to pay it, you know? Do you feel like that, that in itself is making relationships not last as long? It, again, it de- it depends on like where you come from and your in your background and <laughs> what values or morals was instilled in you to begin with. You know, like I grew up as you know, you have to provide, you have to take care of everything from top to bottom. And you know, like I used to cop an attitude years ago, like, man, what are you doing? Put your money away. You can't pay for anything. Get away. Like I would literally like. No, I don't like that. You know, I like to make the money, give it to you. And you pay the bills. I put a hundred bucks in my pocket and I go on about my business. Nowadays, that's that's different. It's all about how you were brought up, in my opinion. You know, if that's Dom. what parents put in you, then cool. If it's not, so he touched on this just like a, a little bit um, in his first statement. Um, he was saying that older women are quicker to like you know ask for something versus the younger generation, basically. No. I kind of, I, I, I kind of stirred your words a little I, bit. I, I, <laughs> I stirred no, your words just a, a little bit. No, I mean, you feel like of being a provider is a lot higher in the older <laughs> crowd, in my opinion. Dom, do you feel like it's kind of important to figure out where a man is standing before you move forward with him? Oh, most definitely. Like I think so. It's, it's the almost big... like you don't even need. To need him, you just want to make sure that if you did need him, he would have you, you know? Yeah, kind of like that. I think um, with people who are like, I think millennials and Gen Z, you have a mixture. Some people, there are a few people who want to be like a stay-at-home mom and and uh, live that kind of lifestyle. But there are most of us want to have a career. And so we're like, okay, if I have a career, if we're both working, like I, there's no way I'm doing the housework. Because I mean, as someone who's a millennial, my mom's like Gen X. My dad's basically, basically a baby boomer. And I've seen her, like, like they split, like, you know, it's like, I think my, my, they split the bills and, like, the house payments or whatever. But, like, my mom did all, like, the housework. And then, like, my dad kind of did whatever he wanted to do. And then he still was, like, horrible to us. You know what I mean? So I'm, like, he was still, uh, we'll say, like, unfaith- unfaithful, you know, to my mom. And it's, like, you know, she's doing everything she's supposed to do, both both as, like, financially working and taking care of the kids and taking care of the house. And, like, it's just, it just wears on you. So I'm, like, I think a lot more women are, like, okay, we want equity. Like, so if I'm, so either, I, that's the way I feel. I'm, like, if either I'm, like, stay-at-home mom and you're fighting everything or if we're both working. We're but one thing I can appreciate about this generational woman we recognize that doing it all means that you won't be doing something, you know, mm-hmm. being everywhere that millennial woman. Okay. The house is a mess, but she's a baddie. The bills are paid. She worked two jobs today and she's taking over the world. She'll yeah. be a mom and clean the house tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So it's almost like or that type of energy. Like somebody. we really, we really do tackle everything. <laughs> like, And I feel like we are way more willing to juggle versus the generations before us that really just thought that all they needed to be was in the house. So yeah. when you talk about him, like when you're talking about that, like um, a man 
you know, stepping out on somebody that's been in the house for him, cooking and cleaning and, and doing this and being the mother and holding up her end of the projected gender roles, you know? Yeah. And you compare it to a woman that's barely holding up her end of the projected gender roles, but is still stimulating her man, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. I feel like this generation is still, is willing to just still be stimulating for them versus a mother that's settled into her ways. Not saying that that wouldn't be sexually attractive to a man or mm-hmm. that a man would have to be sexually stimulated 24 seven to be faithful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. The stay-at-home moms were getting cheated on back in the fifties too. Like, I mean, they're fair uh, left and right. At the like, office, no less. Dominique. Mm-hmm. Do you think, um, do you believe women choose who they marry? I mean, like, kind of passively, I feel like more so. You know what I mean? At least, at least, at least, at least like, at least, like, in a hetero relationships, it's it's different for, like, I guess, same sex. <laughs> but, like, in hetero, I feel like, yeah, it's more like a passive kind of choosing. Like, you kind of, I mean, you can use to engage or not engage. I just think with, the current climate, like with the social change we've seen is like a lot of people are changing, like choosing to not engage just because like, it's not what they want. So like, that's why a lot of people think a lot of women are like, okay, well I can like pay my part. So I don't need you to stay here. I don't need to stay in something that's going to be abusive, whether it be physically or emotionally or financially. Oh, that's a big one too. Like people talk about financial abuse as well. So. Chris, if 50, 50 meant that you both cook, you both clean, you both pay bills at an equal weight. Would you no. be able to handle that relationship? Like real 50-50? When I think 50-50, oh. I'm thinking going 50-50 on the bills and I still have to pay for the couch and I still have to put curtains up and I still have to buy a vacuum cleaner and I still have to change the, the bathroom, this and that every month, you know? Mm-hmm. That's not 50-50 to me. Yeah. Um, at all. Like when, when a man like pays the bills, it's not like I'm not going to be at home making the house a home, you know? So, oh, you're paying the bills, but uh, I'm booking a photo shoot. I'm booking a vacation. Um, I'm making sure you have underwear and socks every season, you know? Um, I'm making sure we My have fresh pots and pans and dish soap and, and stuff hanging and fixtures and tapestry and new beds and sheets and things like that. So when you go 50-50 with a woman, are you making sure that you're putting in on other stuff like that and making sure that you're at least doing 50% of the cleaning, her laundry and yours sometimes when you need to? Yes. Um, I was just raised a little different. Um, again, it's perspective and it's whatever work when, when it comes to 50, 50, again, I feel like it's just a perspective thing, whatever 50, 50 is for you and your partner. And as long as it works for you and your partner and you and your partner are happy, then that's what matters. Um, but in regards to the question, yes. Um, like I, I learned a lot, like my dad, the ultimate provider, like my mom worked and worked. My mom was a worker. Um, in healthcare for very long, but she would go to pay bills and my dad would already have to pay them. She would go to school to pay my tuition. My dad had already paid it up for the next three months. Like she, <laughs> he wouldn't, he said nothing. He would come in, here's money, honey. Like literally she had nothing to worry about. So she did take the time to, my mother loved to decorate and things like that. She was the HGTV goddess. Like my mom was HGV TV as well. I wish she would have just yes. went another career path because this would be a whole other conversation. I probably wouldn't be here because my mother would have millions, but she would own HGTV. Like she's so cold. Uh-huh. But um, she was able to do that because she never had to worry. So all the extra stuff she wanted to do, she could do. And somehow my dad still finds time to do that. My uncle, 
he would work 80 hours a week driving, being a truck driver and going here and there, but he still made it home and he would do laundry, all of the laundry and sit and fold it. So from this point of view, um, I know you're saying it depends on your partner, but of course you as a man, I don't, well, of course, you know, stuff is all wonky now. So who knows where you would want to be as far as your gender roles. But um, just imagining that you would be wanting to lead your family. Um, when you got into a relationship with someone, would you prefer for it to be 50-50 or would you want to be that provider that your parents were? Well, that your dad was. It's in my DNA to be the provider. Um, however, again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not rigid, you know, I can flow. So I would prefer to be the provider, but if my partner, you know, I listen to my partner. If my partner is like, hey, like I want to do something, like I'm gonna roll with that. Like, okay, like I don't wanna stifle my partner. You know, there has to be a middle ground there. So if she's like, I wanna be a part of XYZ Bill, I wanna take care of this or that, like, okay, let's talk about it. It's not just the end all be all, I'm gonna say what's what and that's it. Have you ever been in a situation where um, you wanted to go 50-50 with a woman and she just expected you to pay? No. I've never I've never just wanted to go 50-50. That's never been my thing. Good I answer. will go 50 Good answer. <laughs> but it's never been my, my thing. Like, <laughs> again, just different generations do different things or were taught different things. I was taught to be a provider. Do you feel like it's a certain level of respect that comes with being that provider? For sure. Yes. But again, there's a slant because a lot of men who are in that provider role, uh, a lot of times will have an ego behind it, which which definitely makes things very difficult for the relationship with their own. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, well, I pay all the bills, so... Yeah, don't be getting me around the first. There's yeah, the, the actually, <laughs> I uh, there's on TikTok. There's this like divorce uh, lawyer uh, TikTok person, and she was saying probably one of the most common um, divorces is like stay-at-home moms and like working dads because like the dad just feels like an ATM, but like the mom puts our focus on like the kids, and so I guess the dad feels neglected, so mm -hmm. it's like they want a divorce. But then, like, the mom's like, uh, no, I need that money because I'm taking care of these freaking kids. Like, so it gets, and they say it gets really nasty. And I'm like, I can I see that. So I would want a more, like, maybe, maybe a more, like, 50-50. But I mean, again, because I'm, like, pan, so I don't really know. I'm a married woman, married man. I, we don't know yet. So me personally, I'm, I'm here for all the gender roles, you know. Like, I'm not expecting my man to cook or wipe anything off or touch the kitchen or do any laundry for me like I, I do get satisfaction out of being the person that does that you know that's me providing yeah I work and I do this and that but my money doesn't go to bills <laughs> um, it goes to it goes to here <laughs> right <laughs> so, but so, see that's yeah. an understanding like, oh, that you and your partner off. have to have though you know that's the understanding that you and your partner have and what works for you guys but yeah. um, another thing that I want to ask you about as a man, so you haven't always been 30 something, you know, so starting off as like an 18 year old man starting to date 18, 20 year old women. And these women are expecting you to just be a man the day you turn 18 and handle business and be a provider and be a leader. What is a time in, in an in age where you feel like you were really able to do that consistently? At 18. 
Um, literally, okay. and, and, and I have to grow up really fast. <laughs> Both of just my circumstances. <laughs> I don't think that uh, it's necessarily. I don't think that's the norm. I think it takes time to grow into being a man, and some of us were forced to grow up quicker than we should have, um, and probably improperly as well. But at 18, um, like I, I, I dropped out of school, and by the time everybody was graduating, I had my GED already. Like I'm done. I'm done with school. I had a job. I had a car. I had a child on the way. Um, my lady at the time had to do nothing. You hear me? Everything was paid. I got up. I worked with MRDB. I was gone. I would work my regular eight hours and then I would do the overnight and get that sleep pay. And then I would be there during the daytime. And like I helped what, what I could in the house with the baby. But she wanted for nothing before I got married. She wanted my ex-wife. She wanted for nothing. Like I showed up, I'm doing dishes, I'm grabbing groceries, I'm paying for stuff. I'm I almost want to call her. Can we call her? Things did not go as planned and things kind of deteriorated. But anyway, I mean, you wasn't doing something. That's what it was. So like, no, again, it's, it's about what you're taught. Like I was taught that if you're going to ask a woman out, you're going to ask a woman out and and you're paying for that. She didn't ask to go out with you. You asked her out. So it's your obligation to take care of said date, said plan, said bill, all of that. And, you know, like not a coffee date. I'm for the coffee date. Like let's uh -huh. meet and greet coffee with the plan to go on another date. Okay. So I see you today. Another question. This is like a qualifying tonight. question. Um, this is like a qualifying question, I guess. Um, as far as a woman, okay, yeah, you're not expecting her to be paying half the rent if she's like you know staying with you and paying on dates that you invited her on but what is something that you do expect out of her um at least again that that comes that's for like what type of woman do you have to be to get that type I of treatment like because not everybody is worth me. taking care of <laughs> you were trying to trap me no um <laughs> again it's the expectations should be set beforehand um me, I'm a pretty simple person. You trying not to get in trouble? I asked the question. Ain't no trouble. <laughs> I ain't worried about nobody. <laughs> I do what I do. Um, the expectation, like for me, I'm like ever so often. For me, the way that I work, I want a home cooked meal here and there. I want the bills paid. I don't want to think about having to pay the bills. I don't want to call anybody to pay a bill. I don't want to touch any of that. I want to make money. I want to give it to you. And you facilitate where it needs to go to make sure that everything runs smoothly. And then outside of that, is. ever so often when I say, hey, babe, you know what? I've been working real hard. If you ain't seen it or even if you're busy with your own life, if I say, hey, on Thursday, you ain't got nothing going. I want this time. I want this meal. I want this time. I want whatever. The answer should be yes. If you see I've been doing this and it's a Saturday afternoon and you're not doing nothing, I say, hey, babe, can you make me a sandwich and grab me a beer? The answer should be yes, you know, because I'm able to do that. And that's within reason. As long as I don't yeah, see that you're like going through anything. Where do simple guys hang out at? Dang. Yeah, hold on. I have <laughs> and if you guys have a question, please feel I free to call in at CT time. Yeah. I know the number is down there somewhere. Go ahead, Dom. Okay. So I want to say that's like a big disconnect between like, be like, uh, like millennial Gen Z men and women, it's like these Gen Z millennial men are like entitled to like this like husband treatment, but like they don't do husband stuff. Like, 
you know, I, you know, that's the part that kind of gets me. I'm just like, so you want me to treat you like a king, but you don't. I don't have the resources to treat you like a king because I'm. This is king would provide. You know what I mean? So like things like that. That's what I feel like mostly is the problem. Is like that's why I was actually asking him that question as to what type of woman would warrant being taken care of. What type of woman would you trust to give all the money and for them to facilitate all the bills? You know, obviously you see these qualities in a woman before you actually take her home and expect her to know how to act there. You know, mm-hmm. but well, he's yeah, trying to get in trouble. Part of the dating process, <laughs> though, you know, that's a part. Like when I like when I first see you, I don't know you, so my initial attraction is purely physical. You know, wow, you I like how you look. What's next? You see what I'm saying? And as we continue to grow and connect, then it's like, okay, so we go from dating to dating exclusively to, all right, we're in a relationship, let's move in, <laughs> like, and you go from there. Um, but again, like, it, it's, it's, I don't know, I don't know why people make it make it so difficult. You know, it, it's really just a, a simple conversation, a candid conversation, and being self-aware. And being able to have that conversation with your partner to know exactly what it is she's looking for, to communicate effectively what you're looking for. And if it lines up, great. If it doesn't, then you know you guys need to make some adjustments or... I mean, these younger men can't communicate. That's part of the problem as well, too. They can't, like, process their emotions. Like, it's just... I was just about to say... <laughs> like, um... that's part of the problem as well. Do you feel like um, women these days just don't know how to ask for stuff? You know, women these days know how to ask. It's a matter of whether or not they're going to get a yes or a no back. Most women nowadays, I think, would prefer to just do it on their own because the stigma is now, like with a lot of guys, is why are you asking me for this? A $50 date is too much, you know, like just weird stuff like that. So women would probably more than likely just prefer to do it on their own rather than even ask. Because a lot of men, it comes with it comes with baggage behind it. Quid pro quo. If I do this, then you have to do this, or it gets thrown up in your face, or any number of things. So I mean, just to was, save yourself the trouble, you just do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, right. definitely. That's why. That's how I feel. Like I, I will take myself out to eat in a heartbeat. Yeah, nail date out to eat to the movies. I'll see y'all at twelve. In a heartbeat. I'm not even gonna hold you. But um. But if you feel comfortable and that man gives you what he needs, then you know that you can go and ask that man, and there won't yeah. be a problem. That's just, just a like matter it. of knowing who it is that you're talking to. Yeah, that's Dominique. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some red flags that you have seen in this generation as far as um men asking to go fifty fifty with you? Have you been there? No, I never. I don't think I've ever, I've ever been quite like I never wanted to move in with anyone. I never have done that because, like, I don't want them to have any ownership of my stuff. You were not married. Like, I don't want any, like, you have any legal kind of. Because even if, like, even when there's, like, um, something you can do, like, kind I'm of, like. I'm never worried a, about my stuff. <laughs> That's, like, the huh? last thing I worry about. <laughs> my really? stuff. Yeah. Like, I'll throw this stuff I'm, at the walls. I'll throw it at you. Fuck this stuff. I mean, I'm chunky. They we're can't worried about me. other stuff. So, <laughs> they can't beat me up. This is a fair fight, okay? They can't. I do beat not me care up. about my possessions. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it just like it's a matter of like, also like of money. Like, I've seen um, just some nasty divorces. And if the woman makes more money, they do give. Sometimes they do give. Like, they men men do get like paid out every now and then. I see every now and then when the woman makes a lot of money, 
You're making it sound horrible when it literally happens to men every single day. So that every now yeah. and then a woman happening, like having to play alimony, that, that at least balances it, you know? That's how it should I mean, be. Yes, I guess it's an extent. I like. I, I know a couple like, women that pay child support. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I feel like yeah, that's fair for whatever parent who has the primary custody. I mean, that I think that's fair. But like, I don't know. I'm just thinking like, not me, man. Um, red well, y'all gotta move in say, together and get married before they have any ownership of your stuff. Yeah, <laughs> not like, even five years can make them own your stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean. <laughs> I have to be like someone I can sure I can trust. I think that's probably the biggest thing. Like you'll have to build with me is like trust, and that you don't like you're not gonna. I don't know. Like, I think the hey, one thing by- for sure I can say that my generation these females move in with anybody. No shade. I love y'all. I love no, y'all. No, I feel like it's more watching. so these I, chicks will move in with anybody that means the men. They like it's like They're everybody. <laughs> it's crazy. They just house hop and everybody lives with everybody. I no, cannot tell you. No, it's, I can't it tell you no lies. The men are doing that, and what I've noticed, they are not worried about their stuff, sis. But I can see why you, as a single established female, would be worried about your stuff with all these. No, 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 mama, 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 mama. Please, please, please. It's not the women. It's the men that do this kind of thing. They're the homosexuals. They're the homosexuals. We're called. It's literally the word for it. It's called hobosexual like they literally will like try to get with the girl to move in with her and what's crazy is the a lot of to me i've seen it's a lot of women that not not just allow it but they prefer it and see i was raised my grandma oh a lot especially the younger women my grandma taught me god bless the man who has his own and and a lot of the relationships that i've been in like these women are like when are you moving in here? Because that's the thing. A lot of these guys move out and then they move in with the woman because the woman is usually the first one out. They're the first one to get approved for the apartment. And uh-huh. then the man comes along and they move in. They ain't uh-huh. on the lease. None of that. They just move in. And it's like, that's like a normal thing. And I'm like, y'all don't have y'all own? And a lot of the younger women are like, you got your own? Or they get upset because it's like, why aren't you here at my house? Why aren't you over here more? Why aren't you here 24 7? I, I have my own, man. Like, I'm going home. Or, man. like, I was just talking to a friend actually, and he was saying that, um, so he was talking to this girl for a few months and her lease was up and she she was about to get a new apartment and he made her move in with him because she didn't trust her alone by herself. And he's literally about to break up with her. And it's probably been about two months. So you just cripple. So she's about to be homeless and get put in moving to her house with her mom because you just didn't trust her. You didn't that's trust her. That's just a bad human. That's just, that's like just, you, you that's didn't trust her, so she shouldn't have moved in in the first place. No, that's just being a bad Not human. trusting somebody isn't a reason for y'all to live together. You shouldn't have never moved in to begin with. That's just he's being a bad He's trying to, like, tow her, tow her, tie, tie her down. Like, he's trying to, like, keep her on the back burner. Like, that's like, that's part of the reason, too, why I don't move in with anybody because, like, no, 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 no. I have my own stuff. No, 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 sir. No, no, no. This is not. We need to be on the lease. We there will be no putting out of anyone. Right. We are on the lease. You don't like it? You better go sleep on the couch. Yeah, but that but yeah, but but yeah, come out. Having the upper hand is definitely important as far as a dating woman with no <laughs> ring on your finger, though. Yeah. And that is sad that feeling like somebody not being on the lease is you having the upper hand. But that's another reason for you to have your own because yeah. it's seen as that, you know. But I mean, if you're to the point now where you're moving in together and you're not both gonna go on the lease, then that's a problem. 
Yeah, that shouldn't even happen to begin with. That's a problem. There is no reason why in a relationship. But I, but like you said, um, women are faster to get approved at apartments, and we do need to talk about how hard it is for black men to find apartments. Their their records must be squeaky squeaky clean. Most of them go years homeless, you know, doing this house hopping thing before they can actually find them a place. And it's sad that they have to you know, muscle up to a woman that they barely even like or trust but to have someone a, to lay their head. That's a black community thing because the narrative yeah. has always been, you 18, get out my house. And yeah. But if you're doing all that, I ain't going 50-50 with you, I tell you that. <laughs> the programs for women have always been there. A woman can go at 18 real quick, especially if you have a child. Can we stop the the... The chatter about this, the, these programs only being for women, because no, men no, no. can apply say, for food stamps. Only men can apply for Section Eight. Men I, can I go to these only. places at eighteen. Don't don't take it the wrong way. I didn't say only, but <laughs> let's again let's let's be clear about it. A lot of the programs and a lot of the systems that are put in place are more favorable for women than they are men. Just like you there said, there are a lot more easier, programs for single mothers. For a yes. woman to get an apartment than it is for a man. I'm gonna put that back on the table. It's much easier, the, the, the process is facilitated faster. Most of the programs are being used by women and they're, they're, they're pushed toward women. That mm-hmm. is the thing, men can apply. I know plenty of men who've got section eight, but it's much easier right. because a lot of times too, those programs are geared toward people with children. And yeah. the woman nine times out of 10 has the child which means she's going to get the assistance before any male would because the male doesn't have the child. So I'm not taking anything from women. It's not an attack on women. I'm saying that this is the narrative. And if that wasn't the narrative where it's get out of my house at 18 and then everybody's scrambling to figure out what to do, Mm -hmm. then okay, it's hard for me to get an apartment, but you can get an apartment. You got a place to live. Great. I like you. You're cute. We we hit it off a little bit. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm moving in. And now problem solved. I have a place to Let's live. Let's go have because we barely know each other. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's a narrative thing. And then once we start to change that, where it's not get out at 18, where it's stay here until you figure out what you want to do, mm-hmm. a lot of that goes away. And that's what I try to do as a parent is, you know, once my kids are old enough, it's like, hey, you don't have to go anywhere. Stay here and figure it out. I don't want you to go through that, you know? And, and it's going to change. It takes time. It takes some generations, but it will change. It's changing now. Yeah, because I'm like, I went to college and I'm like, I definitely, I lived on my own for a while and I'm back with my parents. Like, it's you, it's a yo-yo. Um, I mean, I feel like he's right just because like, yeah, like WIC was meant, it's what you call like women, infants, and children. It's literally meant for single moms who can't afford things that like they need to buy. Um so yeah, it is, it is gonna be a little bit more successful with women, especially because if they have the they have if they have children, they're definitely gonna be first priority before like even me, single person, or like anyone else who uh, may be like lower income. But I think yeah, there is a shift happening. I think people I know people know that like people are living with their parents still, and they like but they have like their own basement or like their own like room or something like that. Um, I think the biggest thing. What was I thinking about? What's the question again? I forgot what the question was. Oh, we are sidetracked. Oh, <laughs> we actually only have a few minutes left. I want to give you guys his final thoughts before I read the conclusion. Um, so final thoughts on going 50-50. Um, Chris K., you don't want to. You, you feel like you should be the provider. No. And you love the respect that it provides you. 
No, don't do that. Don't do that. No. I, 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 I am a provider. However, I'm not against 50-50. Again, I am for whatever me and my partner decide is for us. You see? So basically, girl, speak up or you're going to be paying half. <laughs> oh, for real. <laughs> Say, babe, take care of it. <laughs> I just hope that, you know, in the event that I feel like you should be the emergency line. Like if something happens or I need you to kick in, right. you kick in. Absolutely. No questions asked, kick in, and then let me get Ain't back nothing to worse them. than you providing all this time, and then when you fall on your butt, they can't do anything for you. Like, girl, what you been doing? I'm a Capricorn. I want to fix it, okay? I want to fix it. I'm a Capricorn. We got to fix it. Capricorns like, unite. I'm a Capricorn, too. There we go. Yes! <laughs> so, while we do understand that 50-50 is not the ideal relationship to walk into, we also need to understand that we never truly throw all of our eggs into one basket. And what that means is, ladies, you can cook, you can clean, you can spoil your men, but neither of you even know what each other's middle name is. That's the problem. The man can keep his woman from lifting a finger, yet he doesn't even know her favorite color or hobby. Though marriages are failing more and more throughout the years, a lot of complaints are either their partner is too much or not enough for them. The same goes for relationships as well. I just wanted to emphasize that marriage, just because marriage can be considered the compromise, you don't truly know what you're stepping into. It's a giant leap of faith. You're just hoping your partner is meeting you at least halfway there. I know we're all going to say, um, it's not always true, even coming from my own mouth, your 50% is not their 50%. You know, and so on, for my producer, as yet to see the successfulness or failing relationship outside the hetero norms besides that on TV. But he has seen real divorces, real divides, real struggles in marriages and relationships. And every single time it's a struggle worth the value. This episode isn't about the settling of the 50-50 relationship because some people literally barely give you 10% of themselves. He's simply saying that 50-50 should be a start in a serious relationship. And hopefully one day, two or three or more, you all can go all in just like you claim. And that's not a gamble. Either way, we just hope that the individual is honest when they ask to go 50-50. And that is this producer's conclusion. <laughs> Jerry's final thoughts much? <laughs> Alrighty, y'all. Um, and like I said before, this will be our very first podcast that you can actually see us. So thank you for tuning in on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Facebook, and soon to be Channel 5. <laughs> My name is Aziza Red, and uh, we still have time for one more conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that up to Dom. Ray wants you to say something, Dom. Okay, yeah, because I mean, I just like, I feel like the main thing is that like, as a whole, like, if you're in a relationship with someone, like, you need to communicate clearly and very, like, directly what you want. Um, I mean, I think if someone can afford to be, like, a provider, like, yeah, you should do they that. Will them, like, huh? Then they will be, you know, if they yeah, can they, perform yeah, to yeah. be a provider, I was like, provider man or woman. 
But I think like if you're a provider, like you or like if you're wanting to be that provider person, like you should do that work before you get like that privilege of like having someone to be at your beck and call. And that's probably the biggest issue is that like these men are feel entitled when they haven't done that work or done that work to like to make to make them to make you like feel like they're com they're com com compromising. Uh, no, 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 like competent, competent. That's the word, competent. That they're competent. That they're competent. And Dominique, a personal for. question that we might not even have time for. Okay, what is something that would make you feel comfortable enough for a man to move in with you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. What are some uh, red flags that have to be checked off? Some boxes. Definitely, we need a psyche valve for sure. I want to know. Girl, like, so she was on this mess last time. That's a whole no, like, she was saying, oh, he can't be a Republican. So, you know, it has to be a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, like he can't be a Republican. He needs to be like either like probably just like if he's a socialist or communist, he can work that out better. Because I'm a, I'm with myself. And, but definitely a like psyche I Yes. Well, even I hear a narcissist. My dad's a narcissist. What do you mean? I'm not doing this. Much. Like, I'm like, I've seen what my mom has gone through. Like, I'm not doing that in my life. Like, I would be alone before I commit myself life to a narcissist. Like, period. Would a psyche valve tell you if somebody's a narcissist? Yes. Or would they just tell you if he's schizophrenic? Well, he, well, no, no, no. There's so many you can do. Like, I've done a few of them. Um, like, I would want to know. Hopefully, like, none that came in the mail. No, 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 no. Like, I have a, <laughs> I have a psychologist. Mama, <laughs> mama, por favor. I have a psychologist. Okay, a psychologist. let me find out. This so is I not a Cosmo like, quiz. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have, like, someone who actually does, like, actual assessments with me. Like, someone like that. Like, I want to know, like, mostly, like, that's probably the biggest thing I want to know. Like, so, like, what's your childhood trauma? Okay? And what do you do to, like, to cope and to, like, not but reject those. that's stuff that you're speech. supposed to find out, like, as the relationship goes. You want to figure out my childhood trauma within 10 minutes of meeting you? <laughs> Boom, I'm alive. Because <laughs> I think it's meeting you. I'm thinking about moving in with you. I'm like thinking, like, how is this going to go? Like, what's your vibe? Like, do we even have the same sort of like goals in life? Like, I feel like I couldn't be with anyone who wasn't like into social justice or into like making the world better. I'm a Virgo. I have those layers, and you got to be willing to peel me. If you slice me open, I'm going to just die. Peel it, okay? <laughs> Take your time, okay? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> think about that, okay? <laughs> be willing to peel somebody you don't always gotta cut right in well I don't I don't I mean I'm not gonna ask them on like the first date I mean the first date I probably just ask them for like their like birth time and like their <laughs> birthday and, hey like, you know birth those place. aren't right huh? <laughs> birth times aren't right people are like oh my rising because I was born at 615 the time that but, they put on your birth certificate it just when the nurse does the paperwork not well, when you were born that works my cousin's <laughs> astrologer that's fine she said that's fine like, it's, like my cousin's an astrologer but no like just that's fine but they have a birth certificate it's fine to use as your birthday oh and birth Chris time, this so. is this is Dom she's like totally single <laughs> yeah what you did there she's like really cute you too do you see her I, uh, do you see her she's okay. going today yeah, you should get right. a number <laughs> anyway you guys yeah, i'm patiently waiting for this theme music to come on we are supposed to be out at 8 14 and it is stretching so it might as well be because i was seeing the sparks low-key i was low-key seeing them i'm not gonna press but it. we're both capricorns that's so bad girl he'll ask before. you he'll huh? ask you apparently <laughs> apparently he'll ask you so we'll just wait wait what we'll wait 
Well, act till he's supposed to ask you because that's his vibe. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but like, um, and welcome you guys. Is, King McCall just tuned in for our so, last minute. He did with his little icon thingy. Hey, okay, yes, okay, yes, okay, Tracy is pleading the fifth. I love it. <laughs> I like literally people are always like you're gonna find something I'm like I literally don't know whose type I am like literally I don't know you guys <laughs> you give me like adult Lisa Simpson yo like, literally Lisa that was my name she grew up they literally for real in high school legitimately like you that's how that's the vibe you give adult Lisa Simpson <laughs>